Welcome back to the Mob Jazz Podcast. You're joined by Melvin. Magic in the building. Your voice. And it's been a long time coming. Long, long time. Young yeah. legend. <laughs> the man Wanda of the JR, people. Bro. Welcome, 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 bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, man. So glad to finally have you, man. I'll try to meeting you. I mean, like, bro, when are you coming? When, on, are you coming man? when are you coming, bro? That almost became like a song, man. Yeah. Take it to studio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on Zato, we, were, we were recording you while you were performing on Saturday. A number of guys will ask me when you are coming onto the pod. Really? Yeah. I told him, guys, he's, like, he's relax. coming. Relax. <laughs> Everything will be delivered come fresh. Come yeah. Red, red, red. And indeed, here we are. How's everyone feeling, man? What do we bro. start with? I won't lie, I'm full, bro. Same here, full, man. bro. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, but bro. luckily, we're holding this mic here, so it may help. Yeah. Hey, Anytime now. Let's <laughs> try to get off the. Uh, yeah. Be honest, bro. This mic is putting some pressure on my stomach. You're a regurgitator. That last belch was a bit, <laughs> <laughs> a bit tasty. I bro. see. <laughs> 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 I tasted that Ah, uh, how are you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Mm. Um, feeling grateful. Mm. <coughs> Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, I lost my phone and I have it. It's actually authorizing to record. See yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. We give God thanks. Amen. You know, funny yeah. enough, that's like my and I don't want to jinx myself. That's why I don't really like telling these stories. But I'll tell it. That's like the third time that I have lost a phone and found it in that night. This particular phone. That one is the second time. My previous phone that finally got stolen, which was my first phone, I'd lost it before. Mm. And I got it back that same night. And it's always like a crazy story, like, mm. how we get it back. But even the way the last one was stolen was... How was the last one stolen? The last one was... It was regular, regular stealing. Like, the guy pickpocketed me. Yeah, I allowed. Yeah, I just allowed. Just <laughs> went home. Started collecting my coins for a new one, bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I know you just finished what your weekend was like, so we can... Boom. That was definitely the highlight. Getting my, it was both the highlight and like uh, downside because every time I think about that moment, I feel like, yeah, like I'm back in that moment. But yeah. I tell it's like a panic attack. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I almost lost this thing. Mm. But um, weekend was nice. Uh, Friday I was at home. Mm. Then Saturday we went for actually no 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 Friday I went to to Shook. I was at Kush with Raymond. Um, we passed by for a bit. From day I went home. Saturday went for this. Uh, what's it called? Shine your light. Turn on your light. Turn on your light. I turned on my lights. Blah blah blah. Then from there went for Jamison. That was also sick. And friends. Jamison and friends. Mm-hmm. Wide in the circle. That one. That, that's what that one's called. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also good. Um, yeah, that was my weekend in the national. Sunday I didn't want to get out of the crib. I can imagine. I was like, no. Nah, <laughs> Nah, I had a good week last week, bro. Really good week. Um, I did this thing called enrollment, which means I basically I signed in this giant book that just has all the names of the advocates in the country. Nice. So that's a big It's deal, an bro. actual giant book. It's nice. a book, bro. It's a little <laughs> book, and every advocate just has one page. Of so the on book. that page, it's your name, the date nice. that you're signing. Nice. Do they tear out your page, or do they photocopy it for you? No, your, your page stays in that book. They give you a certificate. Oh, how, yeah. how big is that book? Yeah, that's a big book. I'm sure it's not just the only but the whole book, country. It's a big book, yeah. In one book. Uh, yeah. It's called The Role of Advocates. It's very like cool, bro. Like uh, but I'm sure there's several. Like from the inception. Like, like from the edition. Beginning. Yeah, from the first. First lawyer. From the first advocate. There's a guy whose who's number, advocate number is like zero one. What year was that? <laughs> no idea, bro. I just know mine was six zero one. Six hundred six, and one. Six zero one four is my oh. number. Mm, that's that be like, six yeah, like six thousand. But that's still crazy, bro. Six thousand fourteen advocates only. That's actually wild. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my that's my anyways, uh so it was a big week, bro. It was a big week for me. Um weekend was cool. I enrolled on Thursday. Friday I decided to just stay in the house and give myself a day. Um oh I already I already mentioned the last part how last week started with like funerals and sadness mm. so the weekend i was just trying to like just blow some steam off bro friday i was i found a new boat bro have you guys seen that thing on tiktok of the floating island mm-hmm. like the floating the recycled bar. one yeah mm-hmm. so i went to that place it's in right now it's docked in portable mm. 
So we went to eat. It's really l- like a shark, but it's sitting on like 10 tons of plastic, so it floats. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. we chow there for a bit. Are there two different floating islands? It's the same one. The, one the, the ground is kind of soft and like when yeah, you step on it, wood, like bro, it's like a shark. The one I saw, the one I went to was, this guy basically goes to these swamps, there's some swamps in Lake Victoria somewhere, and he literally cuts the and land and pulls it guy. by boat. Same That's guy. the same thing. Eh? Yeah, same, ah. same guy. But he's the floating island, it's literally a bar, but it's, sit, it's, it's sitting on 10 tons of plastic. Those are islands he be pulling. He just docks them somewhere. There are some that were docked there in New Zealand. Mm. Was cool guy. Is that legal to just reclaim land like it that? It is because... Uh, you're doing the government's job. You guys remember when an island crashed into Munyonyo? Munyonyo? Yeah. Some cheap big mass of land that was floating just crashed into Munyonyo as in Speak Resort Munyonyo. No. It's a problem, bro. They can cause crashes. They can cause they cause chaos, bro. So this guy is just doing, doing the Lord's work. Man, mm. to be honest. And getting acres of land in the, the I process. mean, he didn't really own it. He didn't own it, but he doesn't not own it. It's like yeah. in his possession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tell you plot four is now in Mokono, bro. He didn't even have plots <laughs> because it's just floating land. Yeah. Bro. Makes so, sense. anyways, Makes uh, sense. that was Friday. Went to Salama after. Um, it was a good day. Good, nice, calm day. Saturday, we did mostly the same things. Turn on your light, and then uh, Jameson. Bro, that turn on your light event was very well organized. Right, yeah. It was very, very, very well organized. I don't know how you guys feel about, like, <coughs> the not charging guys for events and just organizing them and letting guys come. Because that seems like what these guys are doing now. This is the second one. The small of one. But this one was more like invites, right? Same was the small of one. Was invites as yeah. well? Yeah. They just give guys tickets. Mm. Well, they don't call that inviting, or if you want to give, call it distribution. But this one seemed to have fewer guys than the Smanoff one. Yeah, I think it was advertised slightly differently. Yeah. I think this one was more strict on the... Because to be fair, I didn't see anyone selling tickets at the Smanoff thing either. Mm. But how I feel about it, I mean, I feel two ways. In, in on one side, I feel like um, if you're a company and you're trying to get your brand out there to as many people as possible, it being that ec- exclusive might not necessarily be a good thing. But then also at the same time, if they just allowed anyone in there, I never would have, 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 have phoned my bro. phone, bro. I never would have phoned that thing, man. <laughs> so I, I guess it's safer in that regard, like, by margins. Yeah. It's marginally safer because I know someone else who lost her phone. Yeah. Um, hers went permanently. Yeah, Bambi. So there's that aspect to it. The material things. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. But decent weekend all around. Started the week with mob gas. Uh, today was rough, but we keep it pushing. Um, yeah, and now we have one day here in the in the stoop, the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. how was your how was your weekend, man? Weekend was not too bad, man. Just gigs, performing, uh, acting. Yeah, it's been majorly that this past week, <coughs> and uh, yeah, it's just been work. Uh, the acting really has been taking me last week. Mm. And then the weekend was just performing. Neon Lights, Mokono, what? Mm-hmm. So we're just like an emotion. I was just emotional. Let's just get moving. Is this stuff enjoyable for you still? Like, can you perform how you perform the Neon Lights with all that gas and all that energy and then go and do the same thing in Mokono and still enjoy it? Yeah, if the energy is right. Okay. Because you can tap into a space where the energy is a bit too tense. Eh? Mm. Find guys on some mm. <laughs> it just affects the whole energy. But if the energy is good now, like at neon, neon, everything was just sort of perfect. Th- the sound was good. I, I usually find the sound was spectacular. Sound. Bro. Like I don't oh know what those guys God. do with their sound. Yeah, but their sound, sound was impressive. perfect. Yeah. Like I was not even straining. To yeah, like to and that's very hard to find in Uganda. I can imagine. Our sound is a mess. Like mm. to go into a gig and it's like, so we were called to do sound check earlier, which didn't happen because I was like. Bro, come on, come for sound check at about eleven. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro, I said, are, sh- are you sure I should come at eleven? The guy said, No, okay, come after come at about one. One, yeah? So I got there at like midday, one. Eleven nothing. about four, there's nothing. Yeah. But I asked the guys, what's what's the whole point about doing sound check? Because I go to a place and you do sound check and the sound sounds cow. Mm-hmm. And then you come, you come back. <laughs> you grab the mic and you're like, bro. It is not the same mic I use. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure you get, you get <laughs> answer, the mic is like you're kissing the mic literally yeah. 
and you look at the sound guys and you're like, no way they can't do the sound check. Lo and behold, I didn't do the sound check, but still the sound was dope. That's good, yeah. So, yeah. No, that sound was, was amazing. I was very impressed with the bro. sound. That sound was amazing. Even the, even the one in the Mokodo was actually good as well. So it's like, I don't know what guys are doing with the sound, but uh, lately, it's, lately it's impressive. Love that. Yeah. Love that, love impressive. that, love that, love that. Would you say that performing is like a very engaging activity? Like, is it tiresome to perform? It can be, but it shouldn't be that way though. Because I think performing, for me, the way I like to perform, it's like, it's like I'm chatting to you now. I give you the energy, you send it back. Mm. So it has to be transactional in a way. And so what that means is also a testament to how involved I, how present I am in this moment. Like I have to be present in the moment just to sort of like, I have to love what I do. And also I have to be present as well, like be mindful of where I'm at, like the environment I'm in, enough to like create an em- to create a vibe that gives you and you give back. Mm. So it's like a psychology as, as well attached to it. It's an energy thing. I emanate that energy and you send it back as well. Mm. As opposed to it being a thing of like, I'm let me just give you, let me show you guys I'm a bad guy. Like in this country, especially in this country, guys ain't got time for that. Facts. You could be a nurse in this joint and guys look at you like, they're watching Bukid. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, guys don't have time here. So it's like, <coughs> which also has to inform the music you make something I also struggled with because I was very bent on like hip-hop at the time, like very like lyrical and whatnot in a country like this where guys are sort of like... Not right now, all that jazz, like bro. Right now, Where's the want vibe? to chill and dance. Yeah, man. yeah. So, <coughs> so that also had to inform what I s- release. Because you think, the problem with performing is that you think everyone like, because that's the hypocrisy that we have in, this, in, this, in our space is that People listen to hip hop. You guys listen to who, Lil who, Lil that, Lil, all these Lils in the streets. But for some reason, if it's a Ugandan, you want to dance. Uh, I, I think there was a certain point where that was the case. Like, I think it's different now. I think it's a bit different now. How? Um, I'll give you for me my personal example. I used to listen to a lot of hip hop in, I'd say, when I was in high school and primary school, and that was mainly because that was what was being played on the TVs. Right. But these days, when I go out to Merit to listen to music, okay, I know that there are a lot of people that still listen to hip-hop. He's one of them. But I feel like those are the guys who are now really like, can I say hip-hop heads? Right. Yeah, um, now, it's for me personally, it's like a lot of what you'd call dance music, like Afrobeats, the the, my pianos. Yeah. Um, I don't usually listen to like... Hip-hop. No. Do you listen to hip-hop? <coughs> Um, right now, not as much. Not as much, to be fair. I listen. Don't to listen to these little guys, these little boys, and mm-hmm. whatnot. Okay, I listen really. to Lil Baby, but even him is like his top songs, like the one that has gone viral. I, okay, me, okay. I listen to Ghana. Ghana, no, I listen no to Jay Ghana. Cole, no Kendrick, none of them. Kendrick, I listened to his album after a while after it had dropped. I liked it, but I won't like it wasn't as much as I listened to, for example. What's on a good kid, Mad City or or Dam? Those ones are really <laughs> rinsed, 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 rinsed. Yeah, yeah. Me, I just think it's cultural, bro. I just think that that dancing thing—that's what guys here have like. That's what they've been raised to expect from music, bro. Like when a guy listens to music, it's for enjoyment time to blast. Guys are not trying to think. Guys are not, and also because music here, the politically charged music was never rap music, bro. If you're going to say something politically charged, sing it to me, bro, and allow me to dance to it a bit. Well, but if you start, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. preaching it to me, I'm not trying to hear that stuff. And that's what hip-hop, I think, was for a long time and yeah. how guys here started trying to do it in the beginning. But I think even, like, with you, like, a lot of hip-hop artists have noticed, we can say something and guys will hear it as long as they can also vibe to it. Mm. True, true, you know? true, true, true. Yeah, so I think yeah the dynamics have shifted a bit, but... <coughs> I think ju- culturally as well, it's a testament to how we're not willing to consume the... You know, in this country, we want... Generally, in this country, mm. we, we, don't want, we, don't want, we don't want to... The truth. Mm. We don't want to face the truth. So we, we want you to just keep... like Part of the dancing culture is to keep finessing around these issues. Like, mm. dance around the issues. Mm. Tiptoe around the issues. Don't face them head on. So why you, you keep saying that... I mean, I want to, I, I'm not trying to hear that. It's because you really, like... You're trying to avoid the yeah. truth. Yeah. In hindsight. And so that's what that's what's frustrating to a creative who is also like 
it's like you're a gatekeeper of truth. You're like a journalist. Mm. So while I want you guys to dance, I also want you guys to know what's going on. But then if I keep making you dance, but you're going to keep, keep missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make you dance. And next I just go. Now that's, that's, that's why you play like, you go on TV and you play like 10 songs on the countdown. Mm. These are the 10 songs on the countdown and they all sound the same. The same BPM, uh, yeah, the same yeah. beat, the same yeah, pattern, yeah. everything. Mm. Same mm. producer. You say, find like, it's been produced like by the same producer, the first five songs. Yeah. It's all formula. It's a, it's a formula that guys mm. move with. So it's like, it's a cultural thing. The cultural thing is predicated on us not wanting to be attentive, man. So we want to keep lying to ourselves and just that. And, and, and for how long? The question is for how long? So it's like, when, when are we actually going to sit down? You just played, you just played, uh, you're playing Cohen off air. And, you know, I, I, what I find admirable about a person like Cohen is, you know, R&B generally, I'd like to say it's R&B. R&B generally, like, musically, mainstream is dead. Has been dead for a couple of years. But you listen to a guy like that and you're like, bro. It does it so well. This guy is just does incredible. It so well. You know? And so, it's a thing of how do we find a system here that is sustainable? Just because this music can transcend and go beyond. You can, pl- you can perform that in Masaka. You see the thing as well, we have as, as creative. I was in Zimbabwe the other day. Last month, I think it was on a COVID, COVID uh, vaccination campaign. COVID vaccination campaign, yeah. And yo, <laughs> this country is still far, man. When you perform, at, when I perform at Logogo, it's a good thing. I'm humbled to be performing at Logogo, but that is just a tiny. It's like this. I want to go to Zimbabwe, where guys don't even know how how to speak English, but I'd still be able to minister to them and tell them the truth while they're dancing. I'd prefer to even do it in Zimbabwe than in Lugogo. Lugogo, I'd love to come in here and if I want to be lyrical, let me be lyrical. If I want to be, at least there has to be an environment sustainable to consume that, that level of depth. Mm-hmm. But you go to a place like Zimbabwe, Masaka, because that's Uganda. This is not Uganda. Guys will speak English. This is not Uganda. This is just like Quencha, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. guys are just playing around. Once you step on like, what's that roundabout? Going to Sega. Busega. Yeah. Mm. That's Kla. That's not that's UG. That's UG. Guys you see on the roadside. Like you just park, you just park on the roadside. You see a guy taking fish, a guy who's selling this, a guy who's sell, like that's UG. That's Uganda. Now, how do you tap into those people? That's because at the end of the day, those are the guys we need to reach out to. And that's one of the, that's one of the areas I find most of us fail terribly as creatives. Finding a way to package ourselves to to include, to become more inclu- inclusive, like to um, integrate into that system, into that, into those people, mm. and I'm saying using our skill sets to sort of find a way to, to, uh, to get into that. Because I got, I went to, I went to Zimbabwe and I was performing. Uh, <laughs> this Kazungu songs and guys, people look at you like, like what's this guy doing? Like what's bro? this guy doing? Why are you here? Yeah. Okay, obviously, <laughs> obviously they know you. They they seen you on TikTok. What what what? But they're like, man. And they give you this thing of man, you guys, you guys went to schools and you guys have ah, money and you guys have putting all these things. Hey, face, what, what you're putting in our face, yeah. what? And so, the idea behind behind coming to places like like uh, Lugogo and Jemison and all these little little gigs that keep coming, you know, that are spread out is the spaces that are supposed to allow us to s- insert substance. For you, consumer, because the thing is, it's not like only for the creative to look good. Mm. It's for the consumers to start embracing this convos. The reason why we have this podcast is to spark conversation. Mm. It's to then say, okay, guys, let's not be hypocritical. Let's not. So let, let me not go to the taxi park and I find guys bumping Jay Z. Because you can go to the taxi park right now and guys are playing Jay Z. Mm. For real. And then you guys won't have the market to buy my music mm. or to support me or to listen to this substance or to make something of it. And then allow me. When you guys support that, now I'm able to have enough to now take it to places like Sembaule, Masaka, you know, and all these other spaces, you know. So it's like, what what creators are coming now? What creators are doing is they're they're sort of dumbing down their artistry. They're now becoming, they're watering the it down. Bassist version. Bassist, yeah. because it, I, I don't want to go. You know the song. I, I had the song the other day. Yeah. Boss, that's the baddest song in the country right now. Chai Wenjai, something like that. Uh, I was, I was, we're going to Mukono with my boys, and everyone they play that song like four times. Mm. My G, shout out to the guys who 
did that song, but you guys, I don't know what the guy was saying in that song. Yeah. But even the guys I was with, scholastic and whatnot, were like, boss, for us Ugandans, we don't want to think. Yeah. And they're legit telling you, we don't want to think. No, you guys are going First to you want chair, you, you guys are going to a university to perform. <laughs> 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 and then on top of that, on top of that, we're, we're, on top of that, we're going, and then this guy's played, this guy's, this guy's like, have you checked this website called Population IO? Have you checked that out? Mm-hmm. Population IO. It's a website. It's a, it's a thingy. It says it's population.io. So now you type your details, like date of birth and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And then it should have, it sort of shows you like who you're older than globally. Wow. All these statistics pop, pop out in a country. What you get? I checked out my stats. Eh? I wanted to cry, man. All these guys are playing a song in the meantime. The guys I'm older than in this country. How many guys? 80%, bro. Mad. How old are you? This is on my third floor. Hey. Fresh off the third floor, but nice. I'm old 80%. Yeah. That's I, th- insane, I think yeah, like the majority bro. of the population is in below it's the age of 18 bro, or something. And like that. that's crazy. Bro. 80 flipping percent. That's crazy. And we're here playing games and we're taking things lightly because let me tell you, the next five years, we don't know what's about to unfold in this joint. So we've, 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 we've embraced this environment of, okay, guys, let's not take, uh, that's too deep, you know? Okay, then, I was on TV the other day, and then I'm talking about, you know, intergenerational wealth, transgenerational mindsets, and guys on TV are like, ha, I'm not going to talk about TV. The guy's like, ha, I'm going to Please, today, 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 because Joe gains it. Now, you, you, you're focused, like you've been spoon feeding the audience for a long time. You don't want to actually feed them the truth. Now, you're concerned about them switching off the TV at the expense of the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, now for me, a person like me, what I'm doing right now with everything I do is really to, to contribute, to do, my, to do my best to help people start raising a culture of questioning. Like, because, mm. unfortunately, Time is running and things are happening at a very rapidly accelerated, unprecedented pace. Thanks. Things are changing, man. This mobile phone is changing people's lives on levels we cannot even, we cannot even, you know, determine. And so, the pretense is what I'm against personally. Mm. Like we should stop pretending like things are okay when things are not okay. Mm. When he keeps saying, "How many guys are mentally struggling what, in this country?" Fourteen million, bro. Remember that stat? 14 million guys are mentally sick. Bro, it's crazy, man. 40 million. 14 million, you guys are mentally sick. 40 million is our population. Documented ones, bro. Yeah, 14 million, you guys are mentally sick. 14 million are clinically. You know, they said mentally sick. So that could mean anything. Anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the question is, the point is like, art is art. Music is music. It's either dope or it's not dope. Kendrick is dope or is not dope. J. Cole is dope or is not dope. You know what I'm saying? For my fans, those are the, the biggest artists we have in a, like hip-hop-wise. I'd probably put those three with, with Drake and them in there who have sort of managed. That's what I love about Kendrick. He has maintained his artistry. He has not compromised it. Obviously, he has added elements of dance and mm. you know, all, that, all those things in there, but the, the substance is the same. It's, it's driven to empowering the black man in a world that is, you know, so obviously that's also now a factor. You know, in a society where we've been sold the, the illusion of inclusion mm-hmm. as, as black men mm-hmm. and African men, most of Pan-Africanists in a way, I'd like to believe. And so it's like all these things, how do we find a way of like empowering our people and feeding them the truth? Because unfortunately, or fortunately, the best way you're going to do it is through art. Mm. I think what we're discussing is very important because it speaks to like what the artist's role is in society. Absolutely. Not necessarily just to entertain. Yes. And you brought up Kendrick Lamar. And I think that's also like a guy who's very good in his particular society of right. making current issues that are, what can I say, like that he finds important, how he, he can impart them to his fellow brothers right. in a way that they will sonically approve of the message. Right, right, right. Um, I think another person that does that very well in this region is I think Banner Boy. He has a yes, lot of political absolutely, songs absolutely. that are not necessarily political songs. Absolutely. But like the whole song can like for example, for for the longest time I didn't know that Soke was a political song. But it's about like how there's I didn't no know power. That as well, but yeah. I love it. I was playing it the other week, man. Bro. Badly. So I I I, I think every artist in their own society needs to find a way to 
like what you've said, like to pass on the truth in a way that the, the people will accept and right. sonically pleasing to them. Right, right. I think that's the struggle of every artist, like how they, because they have their message and something burning on their hearts, but yeah. they want to spread it to as many people as possible. And I guess that's like their their Outlet. lot in his life. Yeah, like that's their what can I say? R- that's yeah. What's that? That's their struggle, like their everyday struggle, and how they Actually, can bring out their wait, message. Now we have, now we have one day here. Yeah. Last week we had a conversation of Kenzo and Ilulutai. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you hear what he said? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I w- did. What are your thoughts? It's nice to have an artist here. Shout out, shout out, to Kenzo. Man. We might even get on a jump soon, so I don't nice. want to get into. I don't want. I don't want to. Don't get into, I don't want to get into <laughs> humans yeah. here. But 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 I'll probably say that. The dynamics are different, man. I saw the other day who Camillion was talking about how they used to distribute music back then. Mm. Like they would put it, they put it on a, on a, on a, on a they put their music in, a, in CDs in a, in a chivan, and a chivan would drive all the way from UG like up until SA, selling selling, selling CDs, CDs like physically like that. And guys from SA would put the music, the Chaka Chaka's and them would put the music on that same van and same bring it down the ends. That's how those guys used to move product Mad. back then, the music back then. There was Mad. no digital, nothing. There was one radio at the time. For your song to make it on radio in Uganda at the time, on that one radio station, apparently they would sit there like, you'd find a whole panel sat down and they'd be like, okay, why is this guy, why is this guy's song worthy of getting mm. airplay on this radio station? Mm. So that's how you would scrutinize creatives at the time. Right now, things are a bit different. Mechanisms are different. People have their different ways of approaching the game. Just have to find your niche and run with it. You know what I mean? So again, so it's like, man, we have to understand the dynamics of how things worked then and now. And so you it makes you respect a guy like Bongo Lutaya, who you know, even in light of all those, you know, the, the man had little or nothing to work with, but still got himself out there, man. The guy has a song that plays every Christmas, my G. Merry oh, Christmas. Yeah. Okay, that song plays every Christmas. Oh, yeah, well, imagine yeah. that Once thing that is that song plays in a neighborhood. Eh? <laughs> you know Christmas. You know what I mean? Get your tree. Trust <laughs> me. Now imagine there was this streaming and, 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 and whatnot in those spaces. Because now you see, I mean, I was on radio the other day in, in my hometown back in the country. And this guy said, ah, tell the listeners about things like Spotify and iTunes. Explain to them, explain to them what these things are. My G, this is the country you're working with here. <laughs> Mad. And so you're, you're dealing Mad. with people in those parts who have the money. Guys got money, but they don't know where to put that money. Those are the guys we need. Not the guys here in Clark. Clark, Clark the thing is, we are in Clark. It's expensive in a way. You could probably be earning three million shillings. You're paying rent. Half the time you're on Bandali Rise and Kush Lounge. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously you have spare time for like Banner Boy and the likes, those who shows. The rest you're in debt. You're not going to get a chance to what? <laughs> to, buy man, to buy your boy's album and what? <laughs> what? You know what I mean? We need those guys up country who have the money, but they don't know what to put that money. Mm. But how are you going to get to them if you don't package a substance that they don't understand appeals it. to them? Mm. But for you to even get to them, we need our people here in Kla to know that this is what we need to do. Apart from that, we're going to keep having Western African guys coming in and ch- picking a bag every weekend and taking in... Because this country is very good at inviting other guys. Yo, when you ask those guys who come from abroad about Uganda, they'll tell you, yo, Uganda it's is incredible. Yeah. They cannot believe it. Even investors, when they come down here, it's like, yo, they've not seen any country like UG. A guy comes here with one briefcase, three years after the guy has a range. Facts. For you, they are paying rent at 500k for the past. No, six I was just years talking to some guy to who money. was telling me he was seriously looking for a, just a foreign partner for his business. That matter the foreign guy knows anything about them, just for him to just, just be there. Because having a foreign partner, it legitimizes you trust in so many guys' absolutely. faces. Absolutely. Especially in UG, man. It's mad. They don't have to do anything. And that's, what, that's, that's how blessed we are as a country. But we don't quite get it. So it's like. Mm. For creatives, like you said, you talk about Burner Boy. I think Burner Boy is a, the biggest artist in Africa, mm. without a doubt. And most of his substance, and currently his, his, his whole narrative is like, man, my own people don't get me. Mm. My own people are fighting me. Like, if you listen to his interviews, he keeps talking about the same thing. I, ha- I, I heard this song on his album, Wild Dreams, the other day, and probably I checked out the lyrics as well, and he kept talking about how 
his own people are fighting him. Like, because the thing is, in a sp- our spaces like Africans and whatnot, we our dreams have been stifled. Like we don't, we're not allowed to dream beyond the confines of what we've been afforded. You know what I mean? So it's like you existing in this space and having and wanting to dream, like dream of transcending. You're going to be met with resistance because that's what we're accustomed to. For me, as a, being a creative, coming from where I come from. I faced a lot of resistance. I have family members that don't talk to me to this day because of venturing into the unknown according to them. You know, so it's like not many people have the thick skin to even make it to a places I've actually get into myself as being quote unquote a rebel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you for a fact that it's, it makes me come more alive every every passing day. So it's like that's what people like Burner Boy represent. So a guy like Burner Boy is telling you for me, you guys will get to appreciate me Maybe a hundred years after when a guy has passed. Mm. Also, we'll sing that guy's name, like Fela Kuti and them guys. But that's what his entire existence is based on. How do we push the narrative as black people, as Africans, as, you know, things of that nature. So it's like, there has to be a level of, you have to be a visionary as a creative. You're not just a creative to just create bangers that are going and to be played for two weeks and guys trashing the kasasiro. You know what I'm saying? Then you look after, you look for mm. another banger. You know when you, when, now like with this song we put out, Patayani, Everywhere you go to Manaka, we know Kronyaka in Bagara, Monaka, I'm like, bro, is it you who made Patiani? You relax. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the point. The point is, I need to craft my way in a way that makes sense. Primarily, Bonaboy said this craft is majorly appealing to him, then we catch up to his speed. I don't catch up to you. The moment I start to catch up to your speed, I'm compromising myself. That means. I've given you the power. I've handed you the power to make or break me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I come, on, when I when I talk to many creatives, it's like that's a, that's the constant battle. I'm, 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 I, I either have to appease, like fit the mold just to make sure I cater to these people, or I stay true to what I believe in and take the L and take the L. Because mm. chances are you're going to take that L, man, when you stand for what you believe in. Mm. But if you compromise, that means you're at the mercy of the consumer. That means if you're trash, you're trash. When if you're the guy, you're the guy. And if you're the guy, it's, most, you're, it's short-lived. Mm. You're going to be the guy for like one, two months. And then the third month, guys are like, ah, nigga, it's washed my whole way. This, that, and the third. Check him in a bin. Because now you're using a formula. What you're doing is like, you have a sound that every other guy has. Now, but as a result, it shows that people are now looking for the truth. When you look at guys like Asaki, coming mm. with different vibes. That people are embracing. That's what this time, actually, that's what this time, people like me coming to a place that I'm at currently is a result of people getting tired of the norm, especially post COVID. People got tired of the formula. Like, people are done with the whole facade. They want, they want something different, something unique. So, when you see what's currently happening with the, the, the climate for creatives in the country, is people are looking for something fresh, vibrant, that they can now consume because they've they've been exposed to the same old generic BS for time. They might not know exactly what they're looking for, but trust me, they're looking for something different. Mm. Something different, something that speaks to them, something that is very... Something more authentic. 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 Yeah. There you go, yeah. That is mm. authentic. Mm. But being authentic is not easy in any field, ah. in life, generally. Oh. There's a price. There's a price. There's a price. If you're authentic, you're going to be... Like in science, medicine, civil rights... There are men and, men and women who believe there was more out there. But as a result, they were discouraged, mis- misunderstood, ridiculed, judged, laughed at, mocked. But what they did, the guy who set this table, this guy has instigated an age of wild adventure. Imagine a guy who first did a microphone. You know what I mean? Like, Imagine you telling guys I want to do a microphone at the yeah, time. I probably killed. They thought you were a witch. Mad. Like, what <laughs> nah, do you mean? That's witchcraft. You, speak you know what I'm saying? Are you <laughs> mad? Uh, yeah. But lo and behold, look. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <coughs> in a space like this, especially Uganda, because things we want to talk about, like, most of them has, have, have happened as a result of us not building a culture where we can openly talk and question the narrative. Mm. No one wants to question. Everyone is like, okay, we just turn right because we have to, uh, our great grand guys were turning right. Really? Mm. You know what I mean? Times are different. First of all, times are different. The way your old, our old folks see life, it's not the way we see life currently because of Things are different. Mm. So how about we start to now use our platforms, art, expression, painting, 
whether you're a painter or a cartoonist or a model or a whatever you are, start to challenge the narrative, like start to poke. Aside from that, you're going to get lost in the numerics. You're going to be the, another guy, another dope artist. Because let me tell you, this country has dope artists. 100%. There's bare guys that are really good. 100%. Vocalists, rappers. There's this thing we do called Slam Dog Giants where we go in the ghetto and find guys in the ghetto who are mad. Find a guy that a guy calls you a nice freestyle and the guy gets the guy's like, ah. you see a guy going, can't come out, can't come out, can't come out. They ask the guys, huh? Again, say what? Oh, yeah, again, say. Yes, give me his, give me ha. The guy just falls in. You don't know what time it falls in, but it falls in. Just you know, the guy could fall in next week on a Monday. Do you know what I mean? But when a guy actually shows you his skill set, the guy is mad. Yeah. So you find that there's a lot of guys out there that are incredibly gifted, but gifted is nothing in this country, bro. Nothing, actually anywhere, if it's not packaged right. So. Incentives and and I what what we need to set up is just ecosystems that allow people like us because you see the truth is as creatives we also have equally the power to shape the narrative if we got together like if people got together you know I'm saying because what we're doing is we're we're pushing we're we're, we're in a great man when I look at guys like Kendrick a guy like Kendrick is not supposed to thrive that guy is an underground rapper. His kind of music does not make it mainstream. That guy says strictly anti-establishment shit, bro. Purely anti-government jazz. Trust me. But that guy defied the odds. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people like J. Cole and them. It's like, how do you find a way of packaging these messages and taking them mainstream? That's one thing I'm actually trying to do. That's one thing that people like Chronics and Burner Boy have mastered. Taking these very sensitive things to the mainstream. You can dance. But, but the guy is telling you you're very stupid, you know. <laughs> 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 the guy is telling you you're very stupid, that's but dance. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And also, he's like, you can dance now, but next time when you decide to listen, there's also substance. There's also substance. Yeah, what yeah, 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 you tell exactly. yeah. It won't you be know? a vibe. You'll be in a car yeah. driving by yourself. You'll be like, right. you so yeah, saying something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My question is, I mean, okay, it's not really a question, but an observation. Pre- I think it was the year before COVID, 2019. Mm. Uganda's third biggest import was entertainment. Really? Yeah. Either 2018 or 2019. One import of the two. Import or export? Import. Import. Or import. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and the, it's one of those things you don't know how to quantify. Like, it's entertainment, but we're talking like concerts and all these other, other nitty-gritties. So, you have, they were like, the main thing is not like, say, coffee, then what, but like agriculture. There was something else then. Okay, but you get it. Eh? It was the third biggest Entertainment. import. Entertainment. Mm. I, I, I don't know which year it was, but it was pre-COVID. So clearly there's a, there's a market for it. Absolutely. Mm. The question is, I mean, you've been talking about how Uganda mm. has three different, or there are two different, there's Kampala where we have like, should I say us? There are guys who, you know, will go to Lugogo, yeah. Pay for a thing and then move in there, the other guys. Yeah. Now the question is, um, you see, for example, you said Bana was not accepted in his hometown mm. and now he's like preaching to the masses, right. should I say. In Uganda, man, I, I don't know how to ask my question, but even getting out there mm. is also complex, man. True. It is. True. For me, I, th- I, 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 this is what I'm telling you: ecosystems, which I believe is what the the new cats are doing. Uh, unlike guys are back in the day, guys are back in the day believed in running solo. Oh okay, yeah. not not solo really, but you mean like communities? Yeah, communities. Yeah. Guys are back in the day believed in man because they were working against like the, the system me, was against bro, them. Yeah. Already, the system is not in your favor. Let's re- let's establish that. Unlike places like most recently Nigeria and Ghana and them, West Africa, South Africa, they have. They're actually putting structures in place to support the what? The creatives. Because they've found out that, I like to say, art has the ability to shape culture even more than logical philosophy. Of course. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this guy's thinking. <laughs> this guy is over here. This guy is like. Sorry, I'm like India guys. <laughs> Bro, uh, a person can actually create something visually 
that could take a teacher to teach a whole year on a blackboard. These are things that we don't understand in this space. People, that's what Hollywood represents. Those guys are promoting their cultures more than ever using all these platforms. You know what I'm saying? Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, this, that, and the third. Like, they're shoved up in our faces and what they do, they bypass your reasoning biologically mm-hmm. and head into your imagination. Mm-hmm. The very most sacred place of our, our beings, our core. You know what I'm saying? I'm not creatures of repetition. So everything, every time things, something keeps getting repeated put to us. Put in your face, put in your face, put in your face. Exactly. Now you start to embrace that narrative subconsciously. So there's a biology attached to this. People don't want the whole thing of come and preach. Okay, da, 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 da. You can preach all you want. I've been preached to all my life. I've been told this thing is bad. I've been told, whatever. you know what I'm saying? I know all this. Give me something different that can spark and make me excited to not want to get there. How about you package it creatively? But we don't seem to understand that. So we're, we're, we're very hell-bent on the analog of back in the day of like, boom, the industrialization sort of <coughs> approach, which is also, uh, you know, has gated our education system, which is completely flawed in my opinion. So, again, it's like, how, how do we embrace it? How do we know? This? How do we start to entertain these facts as creatives and as people who are in positions of influence, people who are actually speaking to people? How do we start to... Because the truth is, I believe, cons- I honestly believe that the consumers are begging to believe us. Mm. We just don't know how to pass it on to them. Mm. We live in a country where everyone, the journalists themselves are selling propaganda. Because they know propaganda is what sells. Now you imagine, Eddie Kenzo and Bongoli have been, has been training for two, two, weeks. two weeks. As in, my G. Right. We have all this these things going on and we're singing... This, this brings me. This brings me to our first topic. <laughs> first topic. To our first topic. <laughs> How many minutes? Bring me to our first topic, bro. Uh, let's talk about this Chameleon concert from last week, bro. Obviously, the concert was postponed for whatever reason. It rained the first time. Yeah, first yeah. reason. First time it rained. Friday, finally, it happens. Stage looks insane. Mad. Outfits are insane. Their numbers, Their numbers, numbers are insane. insane. Let me tell you guys this. From Thursday when that guy was doing sound check, both the guys were packed outside that Trust place. me. Guys listen to that sound check. Guys were outside. They're waiting, <laughs> bro. So, huge concert, yeah. bro. Outfits huge. Dancers go crazy. That thing is televised. Do they usually televise concerts like that? Mm-mm. That was thing was, was televised. The whole thing. TV, the whole thing beginning to end. TV, really? I watched yeah. that thing from Salama. What the TV? whole concert, Aban TV. Wow. Live. Live. I watched everything, I, I guess, Shoot. except the most important part, which I, I guess I didn't see. Shoot. Did they cut it out? I don't know. I don't know. They might have. Anyways. But tell us what this most important part is. <laughs> At some point during the show, he brings out his brother, Weasel, legend. Everyone's glad to see him. Guys actually didn't first clock who it was because he changed. He has like a fade now. He looks yeah. a bit yeah. different. Yeah. But, no, yeah, no. but he came on with he a mask. He came on with that. He yeah, came on like as a gladiator or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually Mandalorian suit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not that Chameleon himself? No, that uh, was his bro. They look exactly uh, the same, bro, to be fair. Yeah, so he comes on. Lit performance, I think, because the sound was off at Salama. Okay. But, um, yeah. I didn't see this part when I was watching at Salama. <laughs> until like two days ago when I see it's trending that him and Chameleon shared a kiss these two bros they're, they're, like they're, they're blood brothers bro they look exactly the same they're bros bro the guys packed and kissed they kissed so they, they packed yeah the guys stretched their arms out like this <laughs> no other part of their body touched <laughs> except their lips. <laughs> they touched lips, bro. That was it. So now I'm dying to hear what you guys think of this. Let's start to be safe. Let's start with a voice. Let's start with a voice. Now, but what's funny is I didn't know this was a thing. Have you not seen the video? I saw the video, but then. It's like it has happened many times. Because mm. then after that, I was seeing like pictures from other concerts. I was like, yeah, so it's, it's a thing, kiss I before, guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the last yeah. time it was like him and Palazzo or something. Yeah. yeah. Was it still yeah. Weasel? Yeah. The I other think, picture? I think, was, I think it was Weasel. Okay. I think it's happened twice. I don't okay. know, man. Like, I mean, then there was a video prior on promo when him and, and Palazzo were like dabbing. Yeah. Yes. Now that's the one that Magic just showed me today. Yeah. Now, 
I, I didn't even know that. There's a video of them. Okay, Magic said it's dubbing also, but <laughs> they, I don't know if it's dubbing. It doesn't look like it's, dubbing. It's, I don't know if it's, it's dubbing. It's, it's dubbing when it's like you're facing each other, like how yeah. you. Yeah, like their legs which were like... Which is a part of dubbing. ...between each other. Which is they hold each other's waist. I don't know, bro. I just, I don't know. They called it a dancing. They were dancing. Was it sexual it was sexual? I don't know if it was sexual. It didn't look bro, sexual that to was me. Sexual it looked playful to me. Okay, okay, was it okay, I wouldn't even dance with shadows like that. Let's first start. Let's first start. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing. <laughs> let's first start with that. Uh, let's start with a kiss. Oh, we can discuss the whole, the whole thing. They're two bros and they seem to be playing like... Suggestive, suggestive games. Me personally, I do not know uh. because me as me, that's not something I would do. Okay, yeah, bro. I don't have a bro, mm. but I'm just saying if I did, it's not something I would do. And then, oh, well, let's first go around the room. Do you have a bro? Yeah, you have a bro. I don't have a bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, nah, but it's not something I would do with my bro. However, mm. they seem to be very comfortable with it. Mm. The thing is, they know our culture, man. They know people are going to talk. Mm. You do it in a place where the society is not exactly, should I say, used mm. to something like that. Guys would be like, ah, ah relax. Okay. Because when I was watching the video, the angle I saw it from, it wasn't. There's that angle everyone has, which is close to the stage. Now there's another one, which is what I saw. Um, it's like, you know, everyone is cheering, eh, then it happens, and everyone is like, eh. How long was that? <laughs> How long was that? Because me, I just saw that picture. No, it, just it was just picture like a, a bit. It was like a pick. Like, it was like a list. Two seconds. Good pick. Two seconds, seconds is long. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but just know the way they packed eh? Their lips, their it's lips like matched. Mm. Their lips matched. It was like, yeah, real. Yeah. so yeah, it was like opening a hotel room. It was part of the. It was part of the. It was part of their intro. Felt like he was staged. He was True. Part of the intro. As in that happened before he started performing. Before we started performing. Wild. So why? Yeah. Why so it was this like. So like it just happens. Like oh, first come and first kiss him now. Yeah. I thought it was like at the end. Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. late, bro. It was at the beginning. Like he had run onto stage. Run yes. Goes back. Kisses his bro. Then he starts. And yeah. What's the crowd Mad. like after that? I don't know. I the video is know, short. <laughs> okay, Maji, do you want to see what you think? Um. At first, I thought it was like a publicity stunt or something. But and to be honest, chameleon. it might have been. But this is Chameleon. That's chameleon, what I'm saying. Like, bro. This is a guy whose concert is being televised. He had uh, people parked out for a sound check. As in, this was literally like, uh, it was like a, what they call those concerts where they are acknowledging like your greatness. Right. Bro. Like right. you're already the Wonder biggest artist yeah, in the right, country, right. bro. This is a huge concert. He has nothing left to prove yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. He has money. He has whatever. The, I don't think he was doing this for clout. Yeah. And if you wasn't doing it for clothing, I guess that's just how they show their brotherly love to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's weird to me. I won't lie. It's weird. I first, I first, when I first saw this guys. picture, I thought it was Palazzo. So, because I saw them grinding. Mm. So, if it was Palazzo, it would be like a bit less weird. Because, because, because you had already seen. No, no, no. Because that's not his brother. That's his brother. That's his brother. Yeah. Palazzo, his brother. Yeah. Palazzo, yeah. Palazzo, yeah. Palazzo, man. Yeah, those guys are good. It's a good family. Yeah, that's <laughs> trust. That's family. Trust. Fire. And then I guess that's Super just really how they show their love as bros, man. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. Yes. Thing, man. It's no, the, it's again. for sure how they show their, their love. Although before what that goes, <laughs> I don't want that. It's going too. Much. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. Okay, but okay, seriously, if that's how they show their love, yeah, more part the brothers. But angry. <laughs> Bro, this is what I think, man. I think that. With these super creative families, eh, there's just always a strain of weirdness. Like you don't know what Possibly. the weirdness yeah, is going yeah, to be. Yeah. yeah. But there's always some kind sort of weirdness, bro. And it's too difficult to find out what the origin of that weirdness is. Mm. But clearly, for these guys, the boundaries eh, of like physical physical touch. Of showing like physical affection towards each other, I don't think that for them it's weird, mm. but for everyone else it's very weird. And I think because they are, all of them have been so popping, no one around them can point out the fact that it's weird. Like these guys, I think they have like followers who are just yes men. We saw a video of Chameleon true, true, just true, came true, in that true, guy. True, 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 right, right. And right. we know Palasso and we know Weasel. No, these but, guys but have been. I don't think anyone has ever pointed out that oddness. I, th- I think I think it's something they need to explain to to I us think, though. I think mm. they definitely had that. Experience. I don't think that. By the way, guys, 
I think that they're just weird. No, no, I think there's no way if they're being weird, uh. let them explain it to us. That what that us is how we show Especially like. in this moment where things are a bit awkward and, and things have sort of taken okay. a turn for the worst. Okay. They need to explain to us that guys, this is our own reggae. It's our own reggae. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody can stop reggae. This <laughs> <laughs> is our own We've reggae. Been kissing since That's day what I'm one. saying. Since day one. This is how we love so our dad show love to us. From what you guys... Eh? Because currently the debate going on is crazy. So now yeah. you guys are just perpetuating that narrative. Enough in our eyes. Mm. It's like you guys are crying. It's like, guys, you're endorsing. You're like, listen. To some mm. people, people think... Yeah. People think... Actually, people think... Some people think they're being funded. Mm. By the community, you know what I mean? To actually, you know, just that act alone. Yeah. Bro, me, I actually something. think, I think yeah. that, I think, particularly for Weasel and um, Palazzo, Palazzo was married to a white girl, right? Was is? One of the two. I think, I think, that I think those two, I think for some of those guys, the vibe that I've gotten from them is that they've been points in their lives when they've been removed from the culture, even if they've always benefited from it and always catered to it in terms of the music they make, their personal lives and the morals to which they ascribe have been slightly removed, bro. So I think if you're kissing your bro in a group of white people, they might see it as, oh, he's kissing his bro. Might be a bit strange, but oh, this guy's kissing his bro. I don't know if, I don't know if guys here see it that way. A guy here will be like, bro, you've kissed your bro. Yeah. What's that deal? That's definitely one of the things I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking these guys must be very well traveled. They have yeah, like no, 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 but, 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 but well traveled. Guys, 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 guys. Well traveled. You, you know the ginger blacks. Uh, we'll bro, talk about first, them. First, we list that travel. <laughs> the ginger blacks. First, we like that travel quencher. Mm. Bro, these are guys have been in the industry for how many years? Yes, they are. How do we not know these things about them all these years? I get your point. I get your point. How do these things just start to emerge the past two, three years? Guys, what if these guys to be fair, it might also be with like the proliferation of social media in this day and I age. I think so too. That Bro, we, that now they have so many videos. Day. We would know. We would know. We would know. We would know. Someone would have said it. A book they would have said it. I don't think uh, we'd know particularly. Yes, but we would. Okay, so you guys think that he did this on the biggest stage to send a message? I mean... M- m- that's part of the possibilities. Uh, that there was... An and injection of the, f- you know, yeah, more love for you. Yeah, just like like that that act, act, <laughs> no, but why would he pick his brother? Bro, that sends the wrong message. That's, yeah, I don't even. Like, I don't even. even <laughs> whatever agenda we want, claim that they're spending. I don't even name. They're okay with that one. Brother. Like, you know, someone you're comfortable <laughs> with, bro. And at the same time, it's like that one can be written off as brotherly love. That's what I'm saying. So, so it just keeps. It's in. It's in the gray area. It's in the gray area. It's like. It's like, let's leave you guys to play yourselves there in the middle. <laughs> I mean, there's only footage of them grinding. <laughs> no, but it is super crazy to no, be no, no, but brother. It has to be explained. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Do you know I mean, any so other explanation. people that, yeah. any other mm. siblings that show love in a similar fashion? Um, in your in your life, have you met anything like this? Uh, personally. A kiss on the lips. On the lips? T- it's as a ninja. day, bro. A kiss on her lips as bros. It's just somehow, bro. The one I've seen is like a parent kissing the lips of their child. That one I've seen. So if your dad kisses your lips, that's different. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying me. But <laughs> <laughs> you mean like a baby. Like a yeah, baby. Yeah, like a baby. Yeah. Like a uh, as a baby, it's kawa. That's yeah. different. But yeah, like, that one yeah. even my dad is not. He doesn't okay. subscribe to that one. <laughs> I'm Be kissing like on her lips. On her lips, even the babies. Wait, it's bro. like you're teaching the kid how to just kiss anyone on the lips. <laughs> That is logic. You could do one year old, two year old. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, yeah, yeah. this guy—it looks stage, bro. The man walks on, runs around before he performs. The guy that hypes himself up, get the thing done, and then the show starts. Man, I don't know that one. Fulfill a contractual obligation for me. <laughs> no, but but <laughs> let's leave it. I honestly feel the man needs to come out and speak, especially with what's about to unfold with the whole. Because mm. the man will do that thing again when the bill is passed. He can't, he can't, he can't. And the guy will just... I think... You I know think, what I mean? <laughs> I think like they follow Because what happens, what happens if the bill is passed and the guy kisses the, kisses yeah. the next man? Speaking of that bill, that bill brings up a second point. <laughs> a second topic. Yeah, that's a second topic. Now, so here's like, the thing. Follow that you're confused. Let's pull up the bill. Bro. Actually, what's so, fun, not what's so funny, just some backstory. The past few weeks, eh, at almost every gathering that I've been to, if a religious person has come up to speak, They've been talking about the homosexual agenda, eh, bro. Bro, every single religious person that has give, been given a podium to and speak. parent, I guess even unparent, bro. 
it has become such a real fear. I think it's being spoken about in church and it's causing parents to now speak about it in like the private chats, the group chats, the family prayers, the family. Some, some of their own kids are coming out. Yes. I and think a lot of guys and are. And they're identifying with you know different pronouns and whatnot. Yeah. So it's, I mean, uh, someone just told me a story of some prominent lady. They didn't really disclose mm. who they were. Mm. <coughs> and they said how during COVID, you know, um, the she kid came, came out. out, man. Oh, the kiddo came out. Hey, you know those kids are, mm. you know, fortunate enough to study abroad and whatnot. The kid comes out and says, listen, for me, I identify as this. Mm. And you figure that everyone looks at and be like, yeah. It's pushing the very People were actually pushing that. Pushing the one that's pushing the bill. Come this guy also pushing the bill behind us. Pushing the bill. pushing. He's pushing the What do you do, bro? What do you do? Listen, no. Just go and revise that bill. You're like, man. I think that topic is a very is like a buzzword here. It's like a very charged word and definitely like polarizes people yeah and it's it's one of those things that like the older generation really subscribes to yeah the homosexual agenda the sexual homosexual like being anti-homosexual and it's one Mm. of those things that the older generation are the ones that really go out and vote yeah so that's why i feel like it's 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 the hierarchy it's them that call the shots exactly Mm. trust that if they were voting for this thing but they are going to do. They're ah. going to vote tomorrow, no? Yeah. So that's now. That's first the like the leaders. Yeah. I'm saying if it was like a population thing, trust that guys above like 45, all of them would be like, "Boss, me, I've gone to vote." <laughs> 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 if they give her like a referendum, yeah, 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 yeah. don't even get that far. But um, obviously, still a religious leader, Pastor Sempa, comes and says how he's going to get Chameleon arrested. What, 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 what? And I don't know if that's what triggered this thing. Now but this I this know which, which thing had been going on for a while. Um, so the agenda? No, no, not, not the agenda. The parliament, the speaker of I parliament, has been going for a minute. The speaker of parliament deciding or announcing that tomorrow, or we're recording on Tuesday, you know, so tomorrow Wednesday, she's going to table the bill in the parliament, um, the anti-homosexuality bill. Now, I think I should play this thing as an institution of parliament an institution of this country that passes the laws that are in this country. Tomorrow, we are going to bring a bill on anti-homosexuality. We will bring a bill on anti-homosexuality, and I want to request the religious leaders that this time round be there to see who is who. We will not allow an aspect of saying there was an aspect of quorum. Now we are going to vote by show of hands. You are either for homosexuality or you are against. We want to see the kind of leaders we have for this country. And I want to promise you, I will stand by that. By show of hands. so emotional, bro. Bro. So now let me give you a context. So in 2014, they passed an anti-homosexuality bill. I'm sure you guys remember like the whole world being shocked at Uganda, what yeah. or what, for being anti-homosexual. So this bill was passed in, I think, August of 20... No, no, it, I think it was passed in like July of 2014. I guarantee you that almost like a week after, it was repealed. It was repealed on grounds of what she said, quorum, as in there weren't enough people to have enacted that bill, right? That's why she's saying, this time we won't have issues of quorum. Everyone has to be there, everyone <laughs> has to vote. But I don't think guys fully understand what this law entails. So I want, I want to just read for you guys a few of the, mm-hmm. the clauses of this law, and you guys can react. And let me know what you think. Let's see, the first one. So every law has this thing called the interpretation section, and it basically like gives the major definitions, right? So let's see. The most important one we should read is most likely homosexuality. No, that one we all know what it means. Uh, sexual organ, I feel like, is one of the good ones that we should read. Means a vagina, penis, or any artificial sexual contraption. Artificial. What's, 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 that? what's that? It means a vagina, 
penis or any artificial sexual contraption. Is that so, like so even like toys, toy. whatever, bro, as long as it is a sexual contraption, it is considered a sexual organ. Let, okay, let me maybe read homosexuality just so we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Means same. It means same gender or same sex sexual acts. So when it says sexual acts, it's not restricted to just because yeah. even pecking can be involved uh-huh. in jokes. So now let me go to the fa- the the first thing: the offense of homosexuality. Because this act is basically going to criminalize homosexuality, right? So the offense of of homosexuality: a person commits the offense of homosexuality if a he penetrates the anus or mouth of another person of the same sex with his penis or any sexual contraption. B, if he or she uses any object or sexual contraption to penetrate or stimulate sexual organ of a person of the same sex. C, if he or she touches another person with the intention of committing the act of homosexuality. But does that include like someone with the intention? With the intention. Bro, I don't know what that even means. Where we go to the bar, and like girls are in rubs. You see, it's that now a, becomes ambiguous. becomes complicated. Okay. Yeah. It becomes complicated. But I guess context will matter. There's also attempt to commit homosexuality. If you'd like to listen to the full conversation, please consider subscribing to the Mob Jazz Podcast Patreon. Once you do, you'll have access to the full conversations as well as subscriber-only content. The Mob Jazz Podcast is made possible through our Patreons. If you like what we're doing here, please consider becoming one.